Let's go. This Week in Golf podcast, and this weekend, the Wells Fargo just wrapped up, and that was an elevated event, a full field event, minus Scheffler and John Rahm, but otherwise a full field. And last week's podcast, I was pulling for some random, some unknown name to come out of the blue and win this thing, and sure enough, it happened. It was Wyndham Clark. And uh, I had said, come on, Bo Hostler, and he was kind of in there. But interestingly, Bo Hostler and Wyndham Clark were partners, I think, two weeks ago at the team event in the Zurich Classic in Louisiana, in New Orleans. And so they won that event. So, um, or no, excuse me, they did not win that event, but they did very well. I think they got third. So anyways... Bo didn't win, but Wyndham Clark sure did. And obviously, he's been playing good the last few weeks. And so let's go through it. Wyndham Clark, uh, he ends up winning by four strokes total, 19 under par. And then going into Sunday, he had a two-stroke lead. But he bogeyed a few holes, and Xander Shoffley put some pressure on him. And he was Xander was actually ahead after seven holes. And then Wyndham goes on to birdie the eighth hole. And a, I think three out of the next seven, and he ends up kind of running away with it on the back nine. So congratulations to him, uh, especially for the comeback win, or at least the adversity. We'll give him the adversity of the win. And he gets uh, $3.6 million, and it's what I'm calling a life-changing win, right? Your first PGA Tour win, and with that, he gets an automatic qualifier to the U.S. Open the British Open. They'll get to play in the PGA Championship in two weeks. The Masters, the Hawaii Century Tournament of Champions, all of the designated events for next year for 2024. Uh, And so that's just some of them, right? And, you know, it's interesting. I was looking at some of the names that are just still out there that you see from tournament to tournament that never really seem to do that great. They make some cuts and they make some money. And the two names that always stand out are Jason Duffner and Lucas Glover. Particularly Lucas Glover because he won the U.S. Open, and so he got the 10-year exemption, and he gets invited back to a lot of tournaments. And so when I say life-changing, these guys, when they win a tournament, now they get to go to all the other tournaments for at least a year. So, you know, I don't know if they play in 40 tournaments, if they make 20 cuts, and you know, get a few top 10 finishes, maybe a top five, and then a bunch of top 20 or 30s, they're going to make like three or $4 million, right? So obviously, a life-changing event. And and you could, you know, continue to catapult that. So congratulations to Wyndham Clark. And I was listening to PGA Tour Radio when I was driving home on Sunday. And I don't know what player it might have been Terrell Hatton but I don't know who it was they were interviewing and they were talking about Wyndham Clark and and the win and the player said you know we've been looking at this guy and he's one of the best guys out here just has never won and the way we see him is not how he sees himself 
paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. The way we see him, he's not seeing himself. And now maybe that he's gotten this win, you know, he'll, he'll see himself differently. And that statement or quote or the way it was explained, you know, it, it really resonated with me. And it'll probably resonate with the people that are listening and you because, you know, how do you see yourself as a golfer? I see myself as the, as the scorecard is, an eight handicap. You know, I'm always shooting anywhere from 80 to 88, breaking 70 every now and then. But when other people say me or they introduce me that have played with me before, they go, oh, he's a really good golfer, you know. And, and I just don't see myself that way. So maybe that is the issue I'm having with trying to break through to get to more rounds in the 70s. And maybe you have a similar problem. So that's that. Um, the other feel-good story that came out of the Wells Fargo, and it's really been kind of, I think, a season-long feel-good story, is Ricky Fowler. And the numbers don't lie, okay? Let's see. I'm just going to check this out. The highest rank he had was in the world was 148. And that was in September of 2022, so about six months ago. He's the almost the 150th ranked player in the world. And with his finish, um, he's finished inside the top 20. He might have been in the top 10 this week at the Wells Fargo. But now he's in the top 50 overall with that. And in eight of his last nine starts, he's finished inside the top 20. So new coach. New dedication to the game, rededication to the game, I should say. And now he's in the top 50, so he is going to be at the U.S. Open. I think he should be at the PGA Championship and the British Open, too. It's not quite official, but if he holds that ranking, then he'll get into all three. So that is that. Let's talk about this week. This week is the Byron Nelson in McKinney, Texas. It's at a TPC course, and... This week, uh, or excuse me, the last two years of this tournament have been won by K.H. Lee. So he's going for the three-peat, and it's not an elevated event. It's a $9 million purse overall. There are some names out there. The biggest names are Scheffler. Spieth was supposed to play, but he is now injured. I haven't checked. I just saw that he's out, so I don't know the extent of that injury. Tom Kim, Terrell Hatton. Matsuyama, Hideki Matsuyama, and Tom Hoagie are the biggest names that will be out there. The other interesting thing of note is at the TPC, they are making a stadium hole on the 17th hole, a par three. Here we go again. I mean, I think we're going to start seeing this all over the place, right? We got the waste management. Liv did it in Australia. This is this one's now. They're doing one in McKinney, Texas. So getting the people out there, getting the people interested in the game that the casual, I wouldn't even say the casual fan, probably the non-fan, go out there and get to have a good time on the 17th hole. So that's this week at the Byron Nelson. And then the week after that is the PGA Championship. So big week next week in the field of golf, the PGA Championship. And what an event that is. Obviously a, um, a major, but also an event that... Uh, uh, PGA professionals can qualify for. I think there's 22 of them that will qualify. Anyways, I'll get more research so I sound a little more um, factual next week when we talk about the PGA Championship. And then the final topic of the day is live. 
Liv is playing an event this weekend also, which is in Tulsa, which is in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Cedar Ridge Country Club. Don't know anything about it. We'll see how it, you know, these live events are interesting because they kind of, some of the courses they pick aren't like, I don't know. They just don't look like good on television. I'm sure they're great courses. Don't get me wrong, but like just the way they film them and everything. So who knows? Never been to Cedar Ridge Country Club. I'm sure it's a great place. And I'd love to play it sometime if you're a member. Give me an invite. <laughs> Anyways, that is the This Week in Golf podcast. Hey, it's Jeremy Callahan, and thanks for listening to This Week in Golf. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can get all the latest news and analysis from Golf BPM.